Welcome to episode 196 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, just four episodes away from number 200. And coming up on today's show, my very first guests from this podcast are back. The Unicorn Wranglers, their first appearance in almost two years, Adam and Ian Waldron, Joey Trincali, Luke Thompson, and making his podcasting debut, the professor himself, Mr. John Waldron. And we're talking about what the band's been up to since they were last on the show, their upcoming album, Greetings from the Space Van, their upcoming show on July 27th, and their music video, which when you're listening to this podcast, uh, should be out on the social medias. So hopefully you guys have a lot of fun listening to this. It was really fun uh, getting to catch up with them. Like I said, first time they've been on the show as a band in almost two years. So it was a lot of fun to catch up. Enjoy part six of the Unicorn Wranglers. Derek. Diamond. 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 Derek, Derek, Diamond, Diamond, Experience! Thank you, I needed a new soundbite anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So we're sitting here uh, for the first time in, I think, almost two years with the very first guest I ever had on the show, the Unicorn Wranglers. So sitting to my left... (laughs) Let's give it up to them! This podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience. We love you guys. <laughs> and a lot of snow globes. <laughs> Sitting to my left, Mr. Adam Waldron. Welcome back. How are you? Number 28. All right. Something like that. 29. If not, I'll, I'll do a correction in post. Okay. <laughs> Sitting to his left, Mr. Ian Waldron. How are you, sir? Hello, Derek. Long-time listener. First-time caller. <laughs> Sitting all the way across from me at this table is Mr. Luke Thompson. Welcome. Derek, thank you for having me. Good to be here. <laughs> That's enough, Luke. <laughs> Sitting to Luke's left, making his long-awaited Derek Diamond Experience debut, the professor himself... Mr. John Waldron, how are you, sir? Thank you very much, Derek. I am extremely excited about being here tonight, so uh, thank you very much. I'm excited as well, so that was was great. Oh, I got water. Yeah. I always take care of you guys. And if he can stop laughing, sitting to my right, the wordsmith himself, Mr. Joey Trincali, how are you? I don't know how I could ever follow up uh, the professor, but yeah. Derek, how are you? Good, good. No, very good. So we are here to talk about quite a few things, but first I wanted to start off, uh, since it's been so long since you guys have been on the show, like I said at the beginning, it's been almost two years. I think the last time you guys were on was for Brendan's farewell show. Uh, Since then, you've added Luke and Joey to the band. So how did you guys come to the conclusion that they would be a good fit? Really, we ran out of options. 
Nice. You were old. They had to call us up from uh, high A. You were old Mother Hubbard, and only Luke and Joey were in the cupboard. It's pretty much what happened. (laughs) It's like they went down to the Gulf Coast League. Like, who do they have out there? Well, Derek, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story here. I remember. I think it was some football Sunday, and we went to Wingstop. and I was with these guys, Adam, it wasn't Adam and Ian. It wasn't a football Sunday. It was, Sunday. It was, Sunday. Sunday. It was just through the football. Okay, that's what it was. It was and we went, to, we went to Wingstop, and they were chit-chatting or whatever, and they were like, well, do we tell them? Do we ask them? Do we? And I was like, what? And they were like, so we have a band, and uh, we know you play drums, and you know Brendan, Brendan, who's our drummer, just left, and you know we just want to know if you'd be willing to, to, I don't know, play. And I was like, uh... Maybe. <laughs> uh, tell me more. <laughs> so, I mean, then now I'm here. So, <laughs> so obviously we can wine and dine with the best of them, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Wingstop was the place to take me, I guess. I can say from past experience that that is very accurate. And then uh, the story of Joey was a long and winding road of, uh, it was a lot like, uh, uh, what are those Spanish soap operas? Telling away. Telling away. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. basically what it was like. It was a lot of. More. Yeah, it was a lot. There was a lot of you know, like that's not my baby. No, uh, but Joey started off uh, doing an EP with us, the Atomics EP, which came right after the Murder Mystery Night um, album that we all had so much fun on. Um, Joey actually helped that because you were working as a trainee mm-hmm. uh, here in Pensacola, and he actually helped write a lot of the lyrics for Murder Mystery Night. Mm-hmm. So we kind of worked on loca- or like over the phone with him and then he like came down for vacation for like two yeah, weeks we, we, we did all of the atomics in like two days right yeah, yeah yeah and we recorded three you know me and ian and brendan we knocked out all the uh all the music and then joey came down and put on the vocals and then we mixed and mastered it ourselves and and released it and that was his first uh kind of uh go with the with the unicorn ring was actually being on an album and then you helped with us on thunder snow you sent us vocal patterns and stuff like that but that Obviously, album never got off the ground. Rest in peace. And uh, so then we got then we got then we got the word that he was on his way back to Pensacola. And I remember telling Ian, I was like, "Oh God, this is our moment." <laughs> so began the. But courtship. it should be noted that we treat we like during this whole process we treated him like a baby deer, and like he was a flight risk. We we would never get close enough. Like yeah. we would just put our hand out and let him nibble at his own pace. Yeah, he and just kind of let him nibble a little bit, and then we get a little bit closer, and then finally we just bear hugged him. I yeah. mean, we should. I named I, him Sugar Cube at one point. In time. <laughs> I do think we should give a lot of credit. Is that the deciding factor? Yeah. To to, uh, to Joey's manager. To, I, yeah, my manager. That's true. My, the love of my life, my fiance <laughs> Christine Morley. Because if uh, I think that you guys pretty much went through her. Yeah, because I remember Joey started off like guys, like guys, guys, guys. Like, let's just let's just write and see what happens. And we're me and Ian are like, we haven't had an album out in two years. We want to make an album. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But let's just write some songs. And so it was the slow hook. So came Boobash. Yeah. Oh man, the Boobash Chronicles. Well, but I think too, like Luke probably doesn't even know this. We actually wrote a Christmas song with Luke first, and it was actually yeah. it was you didn't know it, but it, we were actually doing it to see how you how it all worked together. That was his tryout. That was like a tryout almost. And Glad to see I passed. I, guess. Joey, I don't know. We wrote the song news. in an afternoon. Yeah. 
We did. So, and it was like one of our, everybody loves that song. So <laughs> that was, song. so yeah. it was actually after we, we went and had lunch after we did that. Cause we did that on a Saturday and I think it was like that Monday or Tuesday we, we came yeah. and talked to you. So yeah, I don't think you ever knew that, but it was like a little mini tryout to see how it went. Past rookie camp. <laughs> you did. Past OTAs. Yeah. Bandy camp, all that stuff. I would agree though. Boo Bash was the, I mean, that was the, that was last, wait. That, yeah. Last Halloween? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. 2017 Halloween, that we that took a lot of working up to to convince me. Yeah, to, I remember. I had to now, leave look, out major details. Major details. <laughs> major details. He was details. a flight risk, and now now he's on board. Joey, I was with you the whole time, okay? I just want <laughs> you to know that. I was with you the whole time. The new guys stuck These together. Two, <laughs> these two were like, make sure we close off the borders, build the walls. You know, he can't get over. And... I just I was with you the whole time, Joey. I knew you weren't going to leave me in the dust. Okay, so I appreciate that. Luke, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> I remember you guys doing that show. I, I was on a cruise, unfortunately, when that happened. That's so. right. You, I we believe you had a. a I was going to say yeah. Derek was on a stick. Derek, was, you weren't there. We didn't. Yeah, miss you. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I thought no cyberbullying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, the roast is next month. Not today. okay. I'm so- <laughs> You're just prime opportunity there. Okay. <laughs> hey, if it's there, you got to take it. So I, there I was on a steak. I was on a steak. On a steak. Yeah. So um, how is, because you guys have a new record coming out. Uh, when this airs will be next week. Uh, how has the process been of, you know, putting this together? Because you guys have been working on it for a year. Uh, Can you hear Derek, me hitting my head against the microphone? I would just like to say I knocked all my stuff out about three months ago. Um, <laughs> Higher than that. You know, and, that and like just, just waiting on these guys. So uh, everything went great. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, well, okay, so it was long. and But I think what's interesting about it is that you can kind of I, I I really enjoy the writing process, and I like sitting in a room with these guys for four straight hours and, and trying to come up with a song, and I like doing that for three straight hours and then being like, no, that sucks, and then <laughs> and then coming up within like five minutes. I enjoy that process a lot. Um, and I think that it's cool because I do feel like this album feels like all of us together, um, especially certain especially certain songs I would say that are going to be on the album. So I really like that process, even though it was long. Um, I enjoy the writing process a lot and it's cool because I think, and I don't know, maybe Luke doesn't feel as much this way, but I think for me, like kind of helping on the outskirts of it for a lot of it, it, it didn't always feel like I like all of us together and I like that this album feels like we were in a room together and we sat down and it took a while but we did it together and and it's a product that I think we're pretty pretty happy with right I I think always one of the coolest things uh, about this and why why I always enjoyed so much is that in all honesty we, we probably would have started this thing or probably had started working on some of this content this time last year Oh yeah, you know, like some of some of the songs on here. Yeah, some of them from the ones, summer. You know, were ones from the summer that we, that we started um, right now, and to see them go from basically just jams to demos to rough demos to <laughs> rough recordings to refined recordings to mixed and mastered recordings, and ultimately to album sets is it's a long process, and I mean I've got stacks of CDs 
of just like, oh, you know, 924, 17 demos and 10, 18, 17 demos where we just are constantly uh, tweaking things and, and, and making them better. So it's cool to see something that starts and really travels a year and, and see it all the way to completion. You know, the other day I looked on Facebook and on Unicorn Wranglers and I found something I posted back in May, I think May 27th of last year of you three sitting there working on it and i was commenting that they're working on a new album and that was may of last year so yeah it's been over a yeah. year yeah luke i don't know where you were we need to pick up the pace on the next one okay? <laughs> yeah, i mean like but I, I think that's natural i mean i think when you're when you're bringing in two new people you know adam and i've recorded a lot together but when you bring in new people it takes a little bit of time you know we wrote a lot of stuff that that never even got off the ground I mean, like, we, we wrote a lot of stuff, and then we would work on certain R.I.P. Indie Twain. I mean, there was all Little kinds Rick. of goofy stuff we wrote. Um, but it, it, I mean, it's... Wondering. That, <clears throat> wondering. Yeah, wondering. Your dad loves that song, by the way. That's a great song. <laughs> so I, next year. You guys want to play it? it? It was the same process when we went with Brendan. I think what I found the value in was that um, that they pushed us a little bit further away from what we would normally do. You know, they'd sit there and go, it's a little too loud. <laughs> and, and I'd throw a little tantrum. And then eventually I'd say, okay, let's do it. And then it would end up being better than what I had, you know. So that was kind of cool. And then sitting down with Joey and, and thinking of overdubs and solos in terms of a melody, um, you know, or a harmony was something different that I'd never done before. So it was, it was really interesting, um, you know, to try to kind of match up with what Luke was doing on the drums, which which was more rhythmic and stuff. It was just kind of interesting to, to go. And it took a little bit of time, but I think where we are now, especially towards the end, like we really started getting a groove. So it, it was good. It was good. I, I was going to say, I mean, the whole recording process, I've never recorded anything. So that was, and I don't know how you guys did it in the past, but we sat in the room. Our Joey sat on some monitor. We all had earplugs in because you guys couldn't play out loud on guitars. Joey had to mouth the lyrics, and we had to do each song like five times in order to get the drums, you know? So, I mean, it was something that, I don't know if you guys ever used the guitar and bass parts from those recording sessions, but I know you guys had to go back and do do some some tweaking with them, but, I mean, that whole process of just, we, I mean, easily spent a week plus just sitting in a room, Joey voicing lyrics and nodding his head and pointing and waving his hand. That was like a solid like that was one minute conversation yeah. one day was getting Joey's cues down because it's a lot like driving by the turn and being like, oh yeah, that was your turn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't U-turn once you yeah. get to the bridge they just of a song. Didn't, they just didn't understand. I had very specific cues in my head and they were the, the difference between the cues were like my knuckle being like down and up, and that's they just didn't understand it. That's like, that's not my fault. That's their fault. We didn't have the same hot sign. No, we did not. But we did track live this time, which was something we had never done before, and we did use a lot of those tracks. Um, a lot of those tracks are the ones that are actually on the record. Now, obviously, we overdubbed some of the guitars and stuff, and uh, you know because there was distortion guitars and other effects we put on the guitars. But for the most part the drums and the bass and, and even the rhythm guitar was all stuff that we did live, which we had never done before, which was kind of nice. I think it gives it a, a more lively feel. And it also, it's kind of cool because you'll, you'll, it's kind of natural airs where like, we'll maybe speed up a little bit and slow down. Um, 
but we do it naturally, so you're not going to really notice it. Uh, yeah, unless mm, you yeah. He- unless you really listen to it, you won't you won't hear it. You know. Mm. Well, and it's just like we said at the start of the record was we felt comfortable because I think we tried doing just the drums, and we tried you know that kind of. But it was like we always said we play best when we play live, and that's the same feel that we tried to bring in with this album was that live tracking, the live playing together, all of that. So that's fantastic. Uh, before we actually get into talking about the record itself, I, I did want to ask you guys something. Um, how has it been, and I'd love to get the professor's take on this as well. How has it been, because I remember going to your guys' very first show with you two and Brendan at Adam's house all the way back in 2013. S- how has the evolution of that been from that show up until where you guys are now? So fun fact, Derek. Um this was kind of something that just popped in my brain. Uh, and I think me and Ian kind of ran to the band room. That show and that album release for 95 Flannel is on the same day that this album will be released. Really? Yeah. yeah. July wow. 27th, Five years later. 2013. It's good synergy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was totally unplanned. It was one of those things where I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know, we, we released 95 Flannel in July. And, and I was like... I, you know, I want to say it was like in the 20s. And sure enough, we went in the band room and saw the, the, the poster that we hung up for it. it said 727, uh, you know, 727, 2013. But the amazing thing that Adam told me on the way over here about that is the fact that they only played four songs at that release party. Mm-hmm. There are three off the album. And then we had somebody kick back in, uh, Cole. Uh, who recorded a bunch of songs earlier, he came in and did a song. And I said, really? We did all that work for four songs? Four songs. Uh, but then uh, the evolution of the Unicorn Wranglers has been amazing. And that's as the manager who sits back and helps him set these things up and go out there and try to bark and get people in and such. Uh, up to the latest show that they did uh, in Tallahassee, it is phenomenal how their growth has gone. And and they got a home run now, I think, going with with the I app. remember for that show, the biggest question was what color flannel we were going to wear in. <laughs> you oh, wore yeah. blue, I wore red. It was it was unbuttoned with a black t shirt. Hey, listen, I know some I know something you guys really should look at because one thing the Unicorn Wranglers, particularly these two, Adam and Ian, have always done is they've always had a certain look for every gig they do. And if you could see how that has progressed in the last five years that's amazing too all the way up to what you're going to do the next time coming up with your new release party but uh it it has been phenomenal with the outfits they came up with such as the flannel shirts when it was in the middle of the summer and very hot (laughs) (laughs) when we did the the suits for murder mystery night night. boobash obviously we had plenty of costumes for yeah um i think that's the one thing that joey subdued us the most on (laughs) we had we had an all-out verbal conflict over the me wearing the unicorn outfit during the last show (laughs) that's a great point yeah you're not wearing it i'm like i am definitely wearing it we did we it was a a pretty big discussion (laughs) well didn't you wear like the jacket and a pair of golf pants or something first i wore uh, yeah it was a onesie but i didn't feel comfortable for the next one (laughs) first of all if we just also point out that that outfit has got to be ruined because it 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 must have 
one to two gallons of sweat stored inside of it. I mean, I'm looking at him. I'm just, a dangerous I'm like, amount. I'm like, oh my god, how are you? How are you alive right now? I'm surprised he didn't fall on the pit of young ladies in front of us. <laughs> hey, I have an action fainted. shot of of somebody, one of the girls there, going after the tail. I have that. <laughs> I hadn't exposed that picture yet. Derek, you got to take this off the podcast. <laughs> that can't be on there. Yeah, yeah, well, it had a little tail to the costume. Oh, better yet, this clip's going to go on the preview on Instagram. <laughs> I remember my first show in Daytona, was Daytona! it? Daytona! Daytona was the best like, gigs. Hey, uh, we're going to Daytona for a show. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you can play the drum set that's in there. And it was just a shabby looking thing that now sits in Adam's garage. But I think I wore like golf pants to that show or something. And they were like, what are you wearing? And I was like, what's wrong with this? Like, I mean, I got my polo on my golf pants. Is there something wrong with this? I mean, like. So professional. (laughs) Almost like what you're wearing now. Just about. The highlight of that was definitely walking uh, walking down Main Street and getting a picture of you in front of that alcohol on a stick sign. That's, I still have that picture that, and of And we Ian sent it to his mom because at the time he was like 19. Yeah. Can we go back? Yeah, it's now? time. It's time. It's time to go back. Uh, but Derek, I'd like to give you a, a heads up or give you some kudos for this one. As far as professional, professionalism inside the shows that we had, when we did Murder Mystery Night over Daytona at the American Legion, you coming in there and doing your part in that and these guys strutting out in these outfits it was a production. It mm-hmm. was 100%, and that was a lot of you doing that. So well, we thank that. you for that. Well, there's another little story about Mr. Diamond sitting in the back of the minivan before <laughs> our show at Vinyl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Making albums. So we had burnt like a whole bunch of copies of uh, Murder. Was it Murder Mystery? No, I don't even think. No, we, we played Vinyl. Vinyl 95 Flannel. For 95 Flannel, yeah. No, yeah. Murder Mystery. Not mm-hmm. No, no Murder Mystery was after Vinyl. Okay, so burning 95 Flannel on a whole bunch of CDs. And there's still somewhere a picture of him with a buzz cut. And a flannel shirt. And a flannel shirt. There you go. With his camera writing CDs sitting on the back bumper of, of the minivan. Such a fun night. I remember the security guy almost didn't let me in with my camera. Yeah, I was we had to upset. go and be like, no, he's part of us. It's like, all right, well, you can only take pictures of them. <laughs> then you got to take your camera out. Like, all right, whatever, dude. <laughs> well, speaking of van, your new record, Greetings from the Space Van, what can you tell us about it? You know, Derek, I've never heard anybody actually say it like that. <laughs> it's an even better title than I thought it was. <laughs> That's just awesome. That with the teaser that Adam made. Uh, oh, if you haven't was, seen the, the teaser, teaser you got to check out Instagram or Facebook. It is it's a stellar it, one. Yeah, it's Chef's Get is right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the van has always been part of the Unicorn Wranglers. It's always been the history, so it's no wonder that it didn't show up on this album. Well, I remember shooting the old rock van commercials. Rock yes, let's talk about the what the. <laughs> I ten yeah. bridge. We just kept driving the outside of it. Ian's forerunner. Yeah, just being like, with a camera. <laughs> See, yes, it, Maybe it's something. It used exotic, to be a lot worse. Like, so be laugh water. water. <laughs> Talk about fate. Yeah. Rock van. Jesus could walk on water. I could drive over at thirty-five miles per hour. Talk about faith. Rock van. And this is this is before my time. And you could tell. You and me both, Joey. You and me both. You could tell. We've uh, since tamed them. Tamed them so much, yeah. Uh, I think in terms of the, in terms of the album, well, one the album title <laughs> took some massaging, um, <laughs> took uh, weeks of discussing names, and then a day of 
uh, hours trying to decide the date, which is pretty, again, this is pretty classic for us. If it took us, you know, over a year to put the album together, then it makes sense that it took us like six hours of sitting in a room to decide what to call it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, like I said earlier, it's hard. It's really, I always feel like it's hard to comment on your own creations that you're making. Um, but I do feel like it's very us, all of us together. And, um, I really appreciate Adam and Ian being willing to um, come over to my side a little bit in terms of the the style of music and in terms of um, maybe like eighty uh, percent less reverb and um, whatever Ian distortion. distortion. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. See, I don't even know the words. Um, and so I I think that in that regard. I really like the way it's it's come out and how um, it's got. I don't know. I don't know. How do you describe your own music? I don't know how to do that. You're better at this time. It might. It's probably harder for you guys because you don't have a a a big back catalog for for Adam and I. I think it's a little bit easier to compare to the stuff we've already done, Um, which I do think it's 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 different in that sense. I do think it's a lot different, um, but I think it's a good different. I think when when we were when we Brendan left the band, we were kind of in a weird limbo before Luke joined and then before we got Joey. And I, I know it took me a little bit of time once they finally had joined to kind of get over the fact that it wasn't going to be the same. And so once I finally was able to do that, I think then all of a sudden it was opening up all to the new types of things that we were going to do, the different things we brought in, the different chord progressions, the different harmonies and all that stuff. So then our songs, I think, were just changed, not a ton, but enough to where it's different. So I think that you really have 10 tracks, because there's 10 tracks on the album, 10 tracks that all sound very different, but sound very much a cohesive unit. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. I think I'm one of the only ones that's actually heard the mixes. The like, yeah, there's. Four, I think I'm four, the only one. Four more came through. Yeah, I've, right? I've heard like five of the mixes already. I, I think I think oh, your yeah, son yeah. Gavin too heard yeah, them, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he he's very critical on yeah, some yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, some of them he really doesn't like. Uh, <laughs> granted, he's two years old, so let's not put a lot of stock. in And them. he likes a lot of them. To be fair, he does like a lot of them. But you've heard them. Oh yeah, they're great. They're great. I want to hear them. Well, I remember the show in Daytona and practicing leading up to my first show and I was just like I don't know what I got myself into this is so not like I am not a bang the crap out of the drums and cymbals type of drummer like I I played in like church praise band right like I mean <laughs> like, and I mean I, I did that because I wanted to play and then but even at home I'd play listen to songs and just you know try to follow along whatever and then I remember getting in the room with them and they're like oh this is how this song goes and I was like oh boy uh, and so I played Daytona, and my mom was like, "Oh, how's how'd it go?" And, and I remember I was like, "I don't know if this is gonna work. I, this is not." And More I've never told news. you guys this. Before, but I was like, More "I break. don't, I don't know if this is gonna work." And then I stuck with it. Joey joined, and then Joey kind of has the same music feel that I do, and so we've we've married the the two together, and I think it's something something special. I like it. I'd listen to it. Any other thoughts? Adam is flabbergasted. No, no. I mean, <laughs> he's been blindsided by this well, news from Luke. We almost lost I our drummer. Like Adam has always known that part of me because he no, says, no, no. you know, this is where the symbols come in and loud. And I'm like, I don't feel it. <laughs> but but you got to remember, time, Brendan, Brendan was really, he was a well, uh, strong, and, and hard going player. Back, back to it, why we wrote the music we write is, and, and why we had 
the music sound a certain way is is you know we're developing as musicians me and ian at the time um and learning you know like when we wrote 95 flannel we had an idea what that album was going to sound like it was going to sound grunge it was going to be a wall of sound it was going to be have attitude it wasn't going to be <laughs> it just it was amazing dandelions you know <clears throat> we listened to it last night and, and man even, and then you saw right. that kind of melt into murder mystery night where we started to progress and learn more chords learn more um scales and things like that and you can kind of see it start to shake shake out a little bit and even down to the stuff that we started doing with atomics and so i think it it's one of those things where where before it was almost like a well we'll just turn it up as loud as we can and we'll just go for a wall of sound and now it's it's stuff like i think of there's a song on this uh, album called light and jazzy um that has a very you know funky kind of uh new orleans vibe to it that i was like yeah we would never write anything like that like ever but it's like one of my favorite songs because it just grooves the whole entire time so yeah. i think it's it's as a uh, as a development thing you know we we kind of shed but I will say, there are times when me and the gentleman to my left just want to ramp up the distortion. And just I, actually, I actually just threw a tantrum go with about it. 45 minutes ago in rehearsal. Just for once, so. just go with it. <laughs> uh, kind of going in conjunction with the record. The record. The record. Uh, you guys did something in addition to myself, something that none of us had ever really done before. Uh, we did a music video. Yeah, we did. Oh, the music video. The music. I video. heard about. It. I hadn't seen it, but I've heard it, things. It from from what I hear, it's in the process of. Being put <laughs> a lot of things are in the process until we see it or hear it. You have sources very close. I I, I, I like to keep my sources pretty close. To the it chest. was it was directed by yours truly, uh, Mr. Derek Diamond. So was it really? It was. It was. Huh. He did all the very camera, good, Derek. Along, along with Jay Call, but uh, him and yeah. Diamond spearheaded it, and uh, you know. Went from there. I so. just, my favorite part about that video shoot was about the 11th time we were playing Attractive Apparel. Uh, he, Ian's two-year-old, Gavin, just walked up in the middle of the shoot and was just like, all done, daddy. All done. <laughs> go home. We go home. All done. We're all done. And, and we're like, no, Gavin, we got to do, he's not, no, all done. All done. Good job. All like, done. No, we're halfway through, <laughs> yeah. Gavin. Uh. Like, we haven't even gotten to Luke's tight shots. <laughs> Yeah, but that's Gavin's favorite song. Yeah. That is Gavin's favorite song. Not anymore. (laughs) No, I remember, you know, you guys coming to me with the idea of doing a music video. And I think we actually did a poll at work to see what Mm -hmm. song we would pick in Attractive Apparel 1. So, I mean, to me, it's, it's easy. We make it look like you guys are playing in a department store. So we took the Blue Wahoo's team store. Pretty much destroyed it, made it look what I thought was pretty close to a department store. You guys played the song for multiple hours because, as as Adam knows, I like to be very thorough with my video shoots. Yeah, Derek's like, I just don't feel like we got out to Derek. My fingers are bleeding. It's like, no, it's fine. But just, just one, just no, one no, more. No, it's fine. But uh, as I remember, you know, when you guys came to me, the idea, that's something that I had never done before. I'd never shot a music video before. So, well, well, and I remember I wanted, I I was very adamant. Like I didn't want anything to do with it. Like I wanted to be the musician in it because I think a lot of the times we all wear different hats, you know, whether Ian's doing all the social media, you know, uh, 
Luke's doing Instagram and the, the Snapgrams or whatever it is. And, you yeah, know, Snapbook. Joey's just on vacation drinking the water say, out of the fridge. I was going to say, when you guys say it. everyone's wearing different hats except for Joey, you can just yeah. say it. It's okay. <laughs> Joey's got to get a bigger iPad storage. I don't know. But, you know, I remember that was one of the things, he, you know, me and Ian said, it's like, we just didn't want, we wanted to give you the keys to the car and just say, go for it. When we, we've been trying to get a music video done uh, for the last couple albums, we tried to do one for Great Day to be Nude. And the... I remember you guys talking yeah, about Yeah, and the, the, the nude recreation people would never call us back. And, like, we even sent them the song and told them, like, no, it's legit. And, like, nobody would call us... Yeah, like, and nobody called us back. And they're turning down free publicity. Right. And so we got kind of upset by that one. Um, so we were excited to get one done. You know, I, I just think it, again, kind of goes to where we are now. You know, when, when we first started, we were just trying to get our feet wet. Now we're a little bit more, you know, we, we kind of know what we're doing a little bit more. And so I think it, I think it came out, well, I think it will come out really nice. Hopefully so. I got no, the song. No, like I, the, the, the footage looks really good. You got the I, song now, right? Yes. Okay, you, good. You gave me the song. And I think by the time this comes out, everybody else should be able to get mm -hmm. the song too, I think. Yep. Yeah. I think by the time this comes out, the music video will be They'll up. be able to watch oh, it. Be too. able to watch yeah. it too. Look yeah. at that. We're breaking all kinds yeah, of stuff. Absolutely. We almost lost our drummer. Then let me be the first to say, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so talk about, uh, you guys have a show coming up July 27th at Perfect Plain Brewery in downtown Pensacola. Uh, tell everyone about it. Yeah, so uh, we are going to formally release our album um, and play the album through and through. Uh, the, the album, Greetings from the Space Van, is 10, ten tracks long. Um, so we're going to play those 10 tracks straight and then come back with some of our um, oldies but goodies uh, to kind of fill out a, a, a pretty good set. Uh, show's going to start around 8.30ish. Um, we'll be done 10, 10.30ish. Uh, you know, we're, we're just looking to have a good time. We'll have some merch available. Um, you could chat with us. We're going to play some music. Uh, we're going to play all Unicorn Wrangler tracks. And yeah, we're just yeah. really looking to have a good time. A it's on a location. Friday. Yeah. yeah, it's on a Friday. It's during beer week, which is uh, another exciting thing. So a lot going on, a lot going on around, uh, around that. And we're just happy to have a place where, um, they're, you know, the people at perfect point, they're very excited to, uh, to hear the album and, and to host us for that evening. So it's, it's I think really we're, cool. I think we're going to also have a photo booth where you can take your picture in the space van. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working on that. Oh, we, yeah. I oh, know yeah. where I can oh, get yeah. a Joey, you didn't, cardboard. Joey, you didn't know about that. Did you? Oh yeah. yeah that's I didn't know you guys Joey. would do without you know, my you consent. <laughs> you got to expect the theatrics. I really, yeah. I should. I and, should. and we're not going to let the cat out of the bag, but you are going to want to see Joey. He's going to be the guy <laughs> in charge. And I think I I, we might even make a little money. Uh, if we have pictures with Joey in the van yeah, with the we, person, we, we have pictures with Joey Would in we, the van. Could go. we say that Joey is going to be our flight director? Oh, you, you don't want to <laughs> let it. You know, you got to come to see the show. But listen, one thing I want to point out, and I we talked about this last night. We went down there, uh, is the fact that it is family friendly. You know, and that's very important. The last gig that they did recently in uh, Tallahassee, we had a younger crowd there because one of the bands uh, was a high school band. They they played in high school. And uh, anyway, they had a bunch of their kids there, high school kids into uh, college kids, and they just grooved to the whole thing. I was a little reluctant at first because I'm like, you know, these kids, they're going to want to hear cover stuff. They don't know. They've never heard any of this music. But when these guys started playing, they were into it, and they never stopped. And it was one of the 
most fun we ever had with a yeah, with a gig. It was great. So it's a family thing. Everybody comes down there and have a good time. The big question I have about the show, do I need to burn copies in the back of, <laughs> of CDs in the back of a van? Derek, this is 2018. Yeah. You could put them on a flash drive. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to be sitting in the back of the van with a laptop loading the songs onto said flash drive? Now there you go. There we go. <laughs> Definitely. Moving up in the world of technology. So last question, I want to go around and get everyone's individual answer, and we'll as we do during our post, uh, post-work post meeting takeaways, we'll start to my immediate left. What does the Unicorn Wranglers mean to you? Well, so the Unicorn Wranglers to me, I, I've for a while now, <laughs> me and Ian even have dived into this a little bit recently, um, I, I've been writing music. I, I picked up my first bass guitar when I was in 10th or 9th grade in high school. Um, and I used to use a sound recorder on Windows uh, that you could record one track and then you could record another track on top of it, but you could never undo it. So it was kind of like a one-way street. That's how I used to record music with uh, my bass guitar and a little Casio piano. Um, and then I got, I remember getting my first guitar. And I remember around that time, Ian was trying to learn the acoustic guitar a little bit. Uh, but we, I was still in high school and he was in college, uh, so we we were apart from one another. Um, and then, then I remember really working on some of my solo stuff in in college, and it was, and I only remember this because the Foo Fighter album, uh, which one was that? Uh, the lights of fading uh, light, no, waste, wasting lights, light. uh, wasting lights uh, just came out. Incredible record and. Really. Ian was like, "Hey, I'm gonna. I want to produce your your you know your your music." I was like, "All right." So we like started doing that, and we like wrote all these these tracks and everything. And then all of a sudden, it was kind of one of these things like, "Well, you know, you could play guitar if you want," and and that's what it kind of started as. And there was a lot of nights, a lot of days, sitting in there being like, "All right, remember, let's. There's tempo. There's measures. There's so many notes fit in this, and there's a lot of." Basically, uh, heartache. He'd sit behind me like like the professor used to do to him when he yeah, was, when doing, was homework. doing homework. <laughs> and when I would screw up, he would just snap a pencil. <laughs> and when you looked over, there was an entire forest of pencils to my left. It was very intimidating. Not a great learning opportunity. Like not a good environment. It's like whiplash. <laughs> J.K. Simmons over here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But but you know and and we wrote and we kept writing and we kept getting better and we kept getting better and we kept then we brought in other people which we'd never done before and then we kept doing that then we start playing shows and then we start playing for bigger shows uh, and then all the way up until we are right now and so looking back at it and saying you know what the unicorn wranglers mean to me it's 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 a success you know it's a it's it's a success it was something that that we took from nothing to something. And even if this is only as far as it ever goes, it will always be a success. And to sit there and say, you know, uh, I get to basically make, I mean, uh, Ian and our catalog is like something like 60 songs with my brother and to basically take him from nothing to something on the guitar. It's also a Foo Fighter song. Yeah. (laughs) From nothing to something on the guitar is, is, like I said, a success. So to me, the band is is a success. It is it is taking something from nothing to something in in every single category. Ian, 
Oh, it's a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Now Derek has to mark it explicit. <laughs> That's not a bad one. It's only three letters. <laughs> what did Rob tell you to say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Rob. <clears throat> no, it. No, it. It for me. The whole. The whole reason why. We, we did it. It was for one thing for me and Adam to do it together and something we could do together. But for me, it was, it's that feeling that you get when you go to a show and you, and you, you know, whatever. For me, it was when I went and saw the chili, where me and Adam went and saw the chili peppers for the first time in Orlando. Like they walk out on stage and, and from the very moment that they, you know, John and uh, Flea and Chad hit that note and all of a sudden you're just like, this is unreal. And I still get that feeling when we make, a song or we were playing live and we come out and you get that nervousness. Now, granted, it's a lot different now than it used to be. Like I remember our first few shows where it was just like, I'm going to stare straight at my guitar and hopefully nobody looks at me to where now we can run around karate kick each other. And we bring people on stage. I have other people playing the guitar. I mean, she just gets ridiculous. Um, but for me, it's, it's all about that feeling. And the fact that I get to do it with, Joey and Luke and we got to do it with Brendan for so long like these are like I mean I talk to Brendan all the time and I talk to Joey and Luke and I, I mean you know these are these are these are some of my best, my best friends that I get to, to do this with and we get to make cool stuff and it's all about that feeling you know and so that that for me is what it is you know yeah, good luck following that Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's not here at the moment please leave a voicemail after the Luke's beep. like beep. I get to wear something other than khaki pants and a golf polo so that's what i like about it no um this is lisa <laughs> in like i was saying earlier i played in my church praise band for so long and then i learned to play the drums off of the big cheeto puff things like the balls of cheeto yeah i had like i'd sit on a treadmill and like i'd have like four of those and some pots and pans and i just learned how to play and like music man was my favorite movie you know i mean the whole nine yards and um, just being able to play, you know, I, I came over to Pensacola for college and, you know, I couldn't, I didn't have anywhere to play, you know what I mean? So it was like, don't really play drums anymore, whatever people would always ask. And then when these guys approached me, you know, I formed a friendship with Adam, uh, got to know Ian through watching football and then, uh, finally came to know Joey. And so it's, it's become this, this friendship i guess this brotherly love that we all have and um that's that's really what it has done is it's we're we're all brothers you know two are biological and uh the other you know me and joey are adopted so uh but you know i mean there's there's uh there's a love-hate relationship there you know there's times that we look at each other and we're like you know what are you thinking no that's not gonna happen and there's other times where we're like no, I'm wearing the you know, costume. Yeah, there's other times where it's like, you know, hey, you guys want to do this show, or when's our next show, you know, type thing, and um, so it's that that brotherly brotherly love and, and friendship. That's what the band's brought. Kind of going me, off that, so. my favorite moment as a band, as the of us of us four as a quartet, was us coming back from that Daytona show. Driving through the forest, trying to watch the Virginia Tech game, <laughs> sitting there writing the words to our Christmas song. Oh my gosh! It was yeah. just like it was the perfect storm of just awesome. 
And then we had to stop at the Busy Bee, and Joey That's just right. didn't understand what was coming at him, and he walked out, and he was just like, those are the cleanest bathrooms ever. And that's how we wrote up on the show. You've never been to That is. I've never been. Because we saw, we saw an elf the elf on the, on the shelf, shelf box. That's yeah. where it came from. Yeah, we're still getting sued for that at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Professor? Uh, WTF. And I'm thinking about Phil Dumpty. Why the face? Why the face? <laughs> no. Um... What is amazing about the Unicorn Wranglers, as my sons grew up, uh, and most dads are this way and parents are this way, they think about their kids in sports when they're playing high school and all that. The furthest thing through my mind was these guys ever playing music. Uh, I was never a great music guy, uh, being tone deaf, partially deaf, which causes it. Uh, I never thought they would pick up a guitar and do all that. And all of a sudden, one day, they were doing it. Adam was asking for a guitar, and I said, we'll go buy you a real cheap one because I don't know if you're going to stay with this. And before I know it, he's over at college, and Ian's picking up a guitar. And also a really cheap one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And all of a sudden, they're putting together something that I has always been a number one thing in my mind, and that's rock music. I love rock music. And these guys, my sons, are sitting there doing it, something I never could do. And most people, as I say, most parents sit there thinking, all oh, this sports and all this, they're going to be a football player. No. Musicians. Man, you don't think about that. And all of a sudden, these guys are doing it. So that's what I think is great about it. I think all parents should really let their kids. And I have to give my kudos to Florida High, a great high school that uh, Adam ended up going to Ian went there uh, for one year. But I think that promoted them to get involved in music and stuff like that where a lot of the schools didn't. And, and from that on, it's a seed, and they say, yeah, we can do it. So it's a great success story to these guys. Joey? Um, <clears throat> sorry. I think, uh, I think Adam and Ian and Luke uh, have definitely – put in there just the the talk of you know a brotherhood and i like playing music with these guys i enjoy it i like being stuck in a room with them for six hours and trying to come with a song like you can't that i'm assuming i'm assuming that doesn't always work i'm assuming that for some people doing that would suck um and it definitely doesn't suck for us it's a lot of fun um if you if you wouldn't mind me you know waxing poetic for a second luke is really talented <laughs> he's a really good musician um and he's probably the most talented person in our group maybe we don't tell him that all the time but he's really good at drums and if you go and listen <laughs> to other people play drums they're not as good as him um and ian and Too adam kind, Joey. <laughs> and ian and adam put in a lot of work for this it's a it's really like a job for them and i appreciate that a lot um and they have made me have more fun on stage. I mean, really, though, we talk about it all the time, and Adam, Adam hasn't said it today, but, you know, if if we're going to go play a show and not be fun, it's kind of like, what's the point? And Adam and Ian do an awesome job at that, at being just totally down for whatever on stage and messing around with the crowd and talking to the crowd, and we don't just stand up there and play our guitar as she gently weeps kind of thing. Like, there, it's a lot of fun. And even if you don't maybe love the music or whatever, I just can't imagine you would come to one of our shows and not have a good time. Um, and so I really have appreciated that, and I, I agree with the guys that it's just been it's fun to be together and to play together. Um, and I'm, I'm surprised how enjoyable it has been to be on stage and to to perform it's because i grew up like i grew up 
playing like being in musicals and doing plays and theater and stuff like that and it was really it was always easier for me to be a per a character a part um and so it's been hard for me to get up there and be myself a little bit um but i have really come to like it a lot i'm super excited about july 27th um and there's a lot of beer specials i've heard too it's we feel really special <laughs> if you buy us beer yeah um that's the beer special of the you're day. saying even, that's what's gonna help even even baby face luke uh so yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited about that and getting the album out there awesome stuff well derek uh can't can we do one last thing real fast yeah I would like to know everyone's favorite song off the record. Ooh, that's oh, good, that's a good one. These are like would, our hot takes for you to if you're going to listen, listen to the album on the twenty seventh. These are the songs that that I would highly recommend. It's crazy you said that because I wanted to know what everybody was listening to when we were writing the record. You know what I mean? Like what okay. song? Just to just yeah. to you know some some quick thoughts here. All right, so do you want to do the ones we were listening to when yeah, we wrote yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. okay, so I, right. uh, I was listening to when we wrote these songs to the Arctic Monkeys and Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck finding that in the video. Yeah. Right. So, okay. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I was listening to The Getaway by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. I was listening to um, the new Foo Fighter one. What is it? Concrete and Gold. Yeah, see, I wasn't listening. I had a whole bunch of ideas for a bunch of little Joeys in the background singing. It was going to be awesome. There's going to be a wall of Joeys in the background. Every time Joey came to band rehearsal, there was more little Joeys. Yeah, yeah there was a ton of little Joeys. Um, I was listening to um, the new uh, AWOL Nation record, Here Come the Runts. Um, and then a lot of actually old, like like early 90s stuff, like, uh, like Pearl Jam like ten and uh, like blood sugar sex magic by the chili pepper like a lot of that old stuff and I it was really funny because on some of the songs I tried to mimic the guitar because it, it's just got a different feel it's real clean but it also has like a little bit of like a chorus effect to it it's really a interesting time to listen to music is like that early nineties kind of yeah. mm -hmm. so um so it yeah was a big transition period. yeah it was cool it was cool uh, I don't really listen to rock so I mean <laughs> go ahead you can we, say we, we know Luke's at so, Hamilton. <laughs> It was like Hamilton, some country, um, a lot of Faith Hill, so, some some pop, and then Joey all of a sudden started singing this apartment song, and then I got hooked on the Young the Giant, so <laughs> started listening to that. But uh, good band for me, it wasn't so much the music style. I listen more to the drums and whatever, and it's figuring out what are people, what are drummers doing in songs today. So my next purchase is a synthetic electronic pad. Yeah. So that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I had like a a band or anything specific. I think just listening to a lot of um, that like alternative rock uh, music. That's kind of what I remember listening to, and and. Um, I guess one specific band that I had in my mind a lot was they're called the Revivalists and they kind of just play like a little bit more, just a little bit more jazzy music. Um, and I can definitely hear that on a few of our songs um, on the record that it's just got a little bit more of that, like we're playing on the side of the street um, rather than we're playing like in a big rock arena sort of thing. 
there was a lot of times I'd come over for dinner and we'd spend like two and a half hours on our phones going, okay, I'm going to play this song and you tell me if you like it. And he'd be like, yeah, not really. And he's like, well, what about this one? And I'd be like, let's just keep going. Yeah, we'll we, find one. We listened to like 30 second clips of a lot of songs. Uh, we didn't really stick with any of them. We found it. They're, they're there. Yeah, there's, there's they're a there. It normally came after, you know, about two and a half hours. We started to really find them. So here we'll go. We can go reverse order for this. Song. Yes. The My Unicorn favorite. Wrangler's Guide to the Greetings from the Space Man. Yeah, it's just an awesome title. Um, it's Great title. Um, I would say my favorite song is In the City. Uh, in the City. Yeah, I think it's just, I just think it jams and I just like it a lot. It just, it stays with you. You'll, you'll remember it, I think. And uh, yeah, it's a good one. Oh, Professor. What I was just thinking about uh, with the last comment about the favorite song, and I have to tell Joey this because my favorite song was always Ethereal. And I love the way they played it down in Tallahassee. And I like it because I'm in fast-paced music. I like good, hard rock music and such. And all of a sudden, when I listen to the album, it's different. And I sat there and said, hmm, for old rocker, I don't know. But listen, when we had the gig that we played in, in Tallahassee recently, and then I saw Joey perform that, and then Ian back there held up a Bic lighter. And I looked out there, and all these Bic lighters are everywhere. It's like Woodstock, man. So I said, okay, <laughs> Joey knows what we need to One have out there. Figure, it wasn't a Bic lighter. It's a cell phone with the light on it. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same, same thing. concept. Same, same, same concept. concept. It was not a fire hazard, okay? The yeah. junction at Monroe is not a fire hazard. <laughs> Um, I'm really curious about what Luke's favorite song is. By the way, Does, do you My even know what the songs song? are? <laughs> I don't. Well, see, you know what? Name I the always, track list. Yeah, can you just name all? What's the name them? of the I, album? I can. Greetings from the Space Fan. I got that one. <laughs> ding ding ding. No, I always. It's funny because I look at these guys and you know, like Ian and and or yeah, Ian and Adam have. Uh, they know their strum patterns and they know the chords they need to go to and you know because they write them and whatever else joey has his ipad to tell him the lyrics <laughs> and, um, boom <laughs> welcome to the roast of the unicorn <laughs> yeah, right. and, uh, nailed to the you wall know, I, i'm gonna be honest like i i lay the the bass track down not the bass but you know the, the basics down the skeleton and then i just kind of Pre-wheel it from there, so it changes <laughs> from from performance to performance. You just don't know what you're gonna get, okay? So like sometimes I look at these guys and they're like, "You ready for the next one?" And I'm like, "How's it start?" <laughs> and they're like, oh, "Joey starts singing the first three lines," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, I got it. We're good. We're good." So, uh, but I I'm a big attractive apparel guy. Um, I like it because I started it's, out. It you know starts I mean? every rehearsal session it does it does it's I'm, also at the I'm end big... of every demo we ever made doesn't matter the song no. he always goes right back to the That's drum right. beat so it's uh i like that song That's my favorite I and have... the last which are pal yeah that's that's i think I my the favorite lyrics, yeah. the song title. you just said the last which i like no, as a song title. <laughs> let's, let's hold on to that somebody write that down <laughs> uh, yeah mine mine is um Mine's Trapal. I think Trapal is like just a ridiculously cool song that we never would have wrote ever. Um, but it's just it, to me, it's got three parts. It's done in a different style. It's got an A, B, and a C part, and I think it's awesome. I like to add that as far as a dark horse, I never thought of that song until I heard it, 
And man, it is good. It is very good. But I do have a soft spot in my heart for Hypno Warrior because it's like two <laughs> minutes and thirty seconds of just awesomeness. Yeah. And, and I, I, I kind of came up with some of it. And so <laughs> it's like the only time we get to go fast ass. <laughs> uh, mine has to be Late Night Drive Through. I remember writing that song. We did a collection. It was it was that one. Um, I think Ethereal was that night. There was a couple that didn't make the album, but they were like all in a flurry, and the 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 chord structures and everything are, are in a way in like kind of in similar ranges and everything. But uh, what you know, I think sometimes a song comes really natural, and I remember that one, like doing it, like playing around with with Ian's chords, and then like Joey got a vocal pattern, and then it was like bam, bam, bam. There it is. You know, like we have the structure, we have the notes and everything and it's still one of my favorite songs to play uh, it's got my favorite bass line that i've ever done and it's got uh, i mean the end the last minute is the, pretty awesome uh, how you just <laughs> ramps up it's, maybe the best it's everything that is unicorn wrangler <laughs> rewrapped in the new way you know and it's just ramps into that last outro once again which is something that we you know we didn't usually always do and and it just you know joey's got these really just attitude filled lyrics of just being like a little he's sassy yeah, oh yes very like he's sassy a, he's like a so little sassy in the song and it's, it's awesome, awesome. it's so cool it's so, so sassy cool. so that that one is that one is my my favorite song by far Derek I would say number one would be attractive apparel but mm-hmm. a very close second is light and jazzy yes yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's just so it's so different but it's just got such a catchy beat to it and if you guys are up for it, after the video for Attractive Apparel is released, I got an idea for a light and jazzy. We're going to New Orleans! <laughs> We're bringing Jake and the trumpet with us. Yes! <laughs> uh, th- those are my two favorites from the ones that I've heard. So last thing, uh, how can people find the Unicorn Wranglers on the interwebs? Uh, we are obviously uh, like us on Facebook because that's that's usually where a lot of our show information goes out. Um, a lot of the uh, the the album information will be there as well. But we're on pretty much I think all the social media platforms uh, now: Instagram, Twitter. I'm trying Snapchat uh, and everything. Snap, I really just snap, use it to snap, snap Luke, Snapface. Yeah, snap, that's snap all face. that I really use it for right now. But we'll get it up and running. Um, but the biggest thing is if you guys want to listen to the album. Check out Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google Music. We're on YouTube all the, music. yeah, we're on all the streaming platforms. Obviously, that's kind of how the industry is going right now. Um, so go, go, put put it, put a few of our songs in your playlist and everything. Um, if if you're so inclined to to like the album so much that you want to buy a few tracks, obviously iTunes, uh, Google Music, uh, I think Amazon too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll we'll have those. So uh, yeah, so we're just really asking that. People go out and take a listen to it and, and find a track. I, I guarantee you, there's got to be one song on there that will uh, that will tickle tickle your fancy. So well, I think is, I think you can tell that as we all there, there's six of us sitting right here and we all yeah. picked a different song. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So that should tell you that there's a lot on it. But two things, Hunter Eubanks, he mixed and mastered it for us, so we appreciate doing that. Thank you. Yeah, a, a, a drummer for a couple sets. A drummer, for, uh, yeah, drummer yeah, also remember, for yeah, us there yeah, in the interim. Yeah. Yeah. The lost drummer, we forget yeah, about him. Yeah, yeah, you never know when he might pop back. He'll, he'll play get some his synth, name on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. plaque. And he may play some synths for us. <laughs> he'll get it on there. But also to all of our 
spouses and girlfriends and wives and all that stuff like without them allowing us to go over every week and practice and rehearse and write like I know a lot of people that they wouldn't let us do that so that is that is important I know for me especially because I do have a two-year-old um I know that's not true all the time so um but it it, that all of them are fantastic and they let us go and do this so we couldn't do it if they would say no as my wife has allowed the band room to stay the band room that's right really baby room yeah Yeah. that's right yeah Yeah. she knows how important it is to us and what we do that that we we moved the baby room into what was our guest bedroom um so that the band room can stay the band room so, so I'm not having big, to. Big shout out. I'm not having to remodel the extra room I have here. No, I mean, well, I, I mean it's still just maybe more fun that way. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, might I don't know. Room. Is your fridge going to be stocked? <laughs> what if we stock the fridge for you? We promise we won't break the fan in the room. Yeah. Wow. There's look, no promises. Look, that was that was an accident. Okay. <laughs> it will get fixed. Yeah, eventually. It's only been a year. Whenever you guys move out, I'll. You guys I'll get really, if you guys could stream the album, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta buy a fan, so that would be great. Well, cool guys. Thanks for thanks for coming by. It, it's been you know, like I said, it's been two years since we actually did a band themed episode, and this was this was up there on my list. So I appreciate it. Thanks, thank Derek. You, Derek. Thank, thank you, Derek. Derek. Thanks, Derek. My thanks again to the Unicorn Wranglers for coming on the show. It's always great catching up with them. Be sure to check out their album "Greetings from the Space Van," which comes out July twenty seventh, and be sure to check out the music video for their single "Attractive Apparel." Next week, I'm going to be in Philadelphia for Podcast Movement, which is a big podcasting... Next week, I'm going to be in Philadelphia for Podcast Movement, which is this huge podcasting convention. I think it's been going on since 2014. I've been wanting to go for the last couple of years, but scheduling just hasn't allowed it. So I'm finally getting the opportunity to go. I can't wait to, to attend it. You know, I've never been to Philadelphia before, so that's going to be exciting. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do for the show yet, I'm going to try to get maybe a guest or two on, but if not, then I'll do some type of Facebook Live uh, from Podcast Movement. So stay tuned to my social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcast to find out exactly what I'll be doing. But until then, you can check out past episodes of the show on iTunes, Spotify, and all podcasting platforms. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. And on that note, that's going to do it for this week's show. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday with Podcast Movement.